This is Hope FM. Uh, well, I've got Callum sat opposite me. Now, Callum is one of a trio uh, of young people that we have been blessed to have here on Hope FM. He came to us under the Kickstart Employment Scheme. And uh, very sadly, Callum, uh, your time with us is coming to an end. But it's not all sad because I know you're going to something else. But let's start. How did you get involved with the Kickstart Scheme in the first place? We, did you have to register with all the other unemployed at the time? <laughs> um, so the Kickstart Scheme, uh, was offered to me through obviously working with my I don't know what they call themselves life coaches I believe yes yes um, uh, that's what's from the DWP the Department of Work and Pensions yeah so, yeah, so obviously uh, I believe the age range is about 18 to 24 uh, if you're unemployed and you're looking to obviously try and get yourself back uh, started again, you you tend to go with a life coach and all that to try and work things out. And I believe it was, oh, I don't know if it was sort of in between lockdowns that I was going to it, or maybe just after some. Um, but I remember going up there, talking to him, and she just turned around and suggested, like, hey, we've got a, you know, careers fair happening today. Um, I mean, peeling back the curtain on my personal life, I actually graduated... Uh, my bachelor's degree for mechanical engineering. So you're a well-qualified person. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Uh, But she turned around and said, oh, this is to do with, like, media, like social medias and stuff. I'm like, okay, I mean, there's nothing wrong with obviously trying something new in life. You know, you can't can't turn down offers when you get them, really. So I headed down, obviously. Um, There wasn't a lot that I was interested in. I met a couple of people, and obviously including you guys as well. And obviously we spoke a fair bit. Um, end up obviously coming here to the studio itself alongside um, Kirsty, who I first met here as well. And yeah, I think just things sort of went on from there quite efficiently. Now, your grand title, of course, is, is Programme Assistant. And I suppose mm. it was our way of saying, well, you start with knowing not a lot. Although, mm. actually, you you were quite computer literate and so mm. on. I mean, you were used to... You, you seemed to have taken to the technical sign like a duck to water. <laughs> and, of course, although you haven't appeared many times with me on the radio, mm. you have appeared lots with Dan. Yes. So, yeah, I, I primarily obviously work the Monday and the Wednesday shows uh, with Dan. Obviously, been with uh, Ryan a fair bit on the Friday show, and I am... Um, Tend to work a lot with um, uh, Tony on the breakfast, uh, not breakfast, the Country afternoon. West, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, now that takes me back on Thursdays. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you enjoyed it all? I have, yeah. Um, it's been quite fun. Um, again, it's an area I never thought I'd end up, you know, looking into. But the past six months has been a great time. Um, I've been able to <laughs> do a lot of fun things uh, with with uh, the group. Uh, today in history is obviously a big thing that I did uh, making up all the little quizzes and stuff that's been uh, great fun honestly um, it, it's been a really fun six months so you didn't you didn't know anything about how radio operates did you before you, you came have you been surprised about how everything fits together and how it works yeah so um Obviously, I had like some idea. Obviously, you know the the lead 
the lead um, radio host would obviously have uh, the whole control and stuff. But I didn't know how much back end uh, you could do, mm. how much it could be done. Because um, obviously you got the media wall and stuff. How much is all like put together and strung together before you even jump on air? Obviously, I, I feel like before I came here, I've, I assumed it was mostly just. Well, I guess I thought of the more data versions where you'd have CDs. It, yeah, well, when Ian and I started, I mean, Ian, do you remember those early days, Ian? Uh, there wasn't just CDs. There was that black stuff called vinyl, which, of course, mm. has made a big return. Yeah, yes. vinyl, vinyl is making a return. Well, of course, we, we used to do interviews on quarter-inch tape, Callum. <laughs> uh, and, and the editing wasn't done digitally. It was done with a razor blade. <laughs> so so you would, you'd be moving the tape. <laughs> and then cutting in the relevant marking yeah. it with chalk. so things have changed uh, a, a lot and of course as, as you can see and as you've experienced it's all technical these days mm. so uh, and of course the other thing radio was very immediate have you, have you found yourself uh, during this last six months of things suddenly happening and Dan saying to you Callum can you quick just do this and can I have it now or five seconds ago yeah so there has been like a few moments like that there's especially been times where um uh, obviously, we tried our best to have a, a, a standard weekly, week-to-week structure of when we come in and stuff. But there have been days where, like, either the day before or even the day of, Dan's been like, okay, uh, I'm going to need you actually to come in this time because uh, someone can't make it today, unfortunately. So going to need you to come in. We're going to sit in together, do an afternoon show or something, and then... Um, We'll figure it out from there, basically. So, yeah, there have been times like that. But they've been good, you know, so... Yeah. Now, of course, we haven't been able, as a radio station, we haven't been able because of the dreaded COVID thing. Mm. To, at one time, during the worst of COVID, there was only really Dan and myself who were present here. Everybody else was, you know, either recording at, at, at home and sending us, you know, their, their, their input and so on. And, and, but we used to have a lot of people on work experience usually for about a week or two weeks. We're just getting uh, back to that. But is it something that you would recommend, uh, even even if, for some people, it might only be like a shorter time, you've been here six months, but I mean, the week's experience, do you think there's value in that? Yeah, so um, there there is more to it than what we're doing right now. So even if you're not necessarily one who feels confident to be on air, it doesn't mean you can't still get great media knowledge and experience. Mm. There's a lot of back-end stuff that gets done, and it can be quite vital considering if you're looking into working as a part of a radio team or possibly even like a social media team or maybe even a TV group, you know, if those are your sort of aspirations... Learning how everything works behind the scenes, I think, is quite crucial. So, yeah, even if it's just for a week or so, understanding the environment is very, very important, I think. Mm. So I I would probably recommend it. Now, music, of course, is (laughs) a very important part. I don't know to what degree you've been able to choose music. I know know you've spent a lot of time in preparing for my programme. So, guys, those of you who are regular listeners to The Breakfast Show and, indeed, to Thanks for the Memory and uh, Community Now, uh, it's been yourself, Callum, that has largely been doing a lot of the background work for those programmes so that whenever I push the button (laughs) that the music 
is, is there. That yeah. Have you enjoyed all that side of it? You know, that you obviously you call it the background stuff, but mm. without the background stuff, of course, the the front stuff doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it, it has been really fun. I mean, I find, especially with music, you always you always. there's always stuff you've probably never heard of like i feel like it's quite fun when you you know you get a list like this week that week especially like i i like obviously thanks for the memories uh me and dan do you're always guessing what yeah (laughs) yeah and it's very fun seeing like all those sort of songs like um when was it i think it was the start of this month obviously when you guys moved into lent and I was like, I didn't know there were so many song titles involving food, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's loads, yeah. yeah. And of course, I mean, some of those songs go way back before you were even born, you know, mm. but, and I said, of course, that's even, but all, the gold stations, of course, have brought all that music back to life again, mm. so, yeah. Well, let's have your first choice of music, <laughs> uh, and this, well, you chose this because you, to some degree, it reflects your experience, as you said. Yes, so, uh, this song, um, well, it's it's by a band called Sabaton. It's called The Last Stand. And I feel like it really surmises what I've done in the last six months because it's a point in history where uh, a real-life event occurs. And obviously, with all I've done with Today in History, uh, working with Tony, I always you know, reflect on different points in history, how far we go back and stuff. And I feel like this song really encapsulates that, especially with the bonus of it, you know, just reflecting a specific point in time. Well, let's have a listen to it. That's the last stand there by Sabaton, of course, mm. chosen uh, by Connor. Tell us a bit more about the track. Cause it got, it's got that sort of fighting. <laughs> you can sense that sort of, you know, yeah. crusade-type feeling, you know. It is, it is a very, like, impassioned song. So the band Sabaton themselves, they very often make songs reflecting points in history. And this one in particular, which I, I, it just felt like it sat right with me for my choice. This one's talking about the sacking of Rome. This, this happens early May, so hopefully when Jordan, obviously still being around, he might, he might talk about it on Today in History and stuff. It's the, um, it's the story of uh, Charles V, the current uh, Roman emperor, during the War of the League of Cognac. Um, that there was rioting between unpaid workers and stuff. And uh, uh, King Charles decided to basically ransack the Vatican City for money to keep his um, soldiers happy. And most of uh, the people fled, such as even the Pope Clement at the time, unfortunately. However, um, the Swiss Guard, there was 189 soldiers that remained to protect, obviously, in the name of God... Uh, the Vatican City. Unfortunately, they were defeated, but not without a valiant effort. they had effort. a brave stand. Exactly, and that's what this song's all about. It's about those Swiss guard having their last stand to protect in the name of God. <laughs> well, I'm pleased to say that the song doesn't reflect your experience because <laughs> although you might have a last stand here at Hope FM, <laughs> you're actually going on to the next step in your mm. in your career, and maybe to something that, that you'd wanted to do for a while. Yes, so... As I said earlier, I do have a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. And though I have dabbled a bit in my field, unfortunately, 
it's very cutthroat in terms of experience. It can be very like okay, so annoying, isn't it? You yeah, because yeah, you get the well. How do you get the experience? Well, you need to give me a job for yeah, exactly. Me the yeah. yeah, but thankfully, this uh, company that I've moved to, um, uh, uh, I got reached out to. I believe just over a week ago now. Um, it was for a CNC machining company. Um, yeah, uh, we had an informal chat. Uh, apparently, I was so well liked that they um, skipped me on the second interview and uh, hired me straight away. So, well, that's boosts your confidence. Isn't it? <laughs> it has, yeah. Again, even with the severe lack of um, experience, they feel like okay, we, you know, he's very enthusiastic and eager to come on board, which of course I am. You know. Any company willing to give me a chance, I'm going to prove to them, regardless of what field it is in. Because mm. obviously there's nothing, there should be no point at any time in your life that you shouldn't really give 100% to what you're doing. Because if you can prove to yourself and you can prove to others, then I feel like it's just going to help leaps and bounds. I mean, the, the, the stretch that sometimes you get in life, you know, stepping into the mm. unknown, which let's be honest about it, in your placement with us, you did exactly yeah. that. But of course, although it's a scary place to step into the unknown, mm. it also is a place where you can blossom, isn't it? it and is. learn stuff that otherwise you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's been so much that I've obviously learned working here. I mean, before coming here, the closest thing I had to the media stuff in this regard was I used to do youtube videos every so often you know i do it with friends oh yeah well loads of people do that <laughs> i've even dabbled myself yeah. Yeah. so yeah um that's the closest i've really touched to any form of media style work that i've ever done and that's at home editing it how i like it and stuff so actually working in a formal setting where you do proper edits they need to be re-uploaded um you know re-spliced they can be put back on air later on the week um so learning all of that is it's been fun again yeah it's it is a bit of a mystery when you first come into it but i feel like as long as you show confidence and you show well i'm i'm ready to learn wherever i need to know and then just you know offer it back um in tenfold and stuff then I feel like you're going to do well no matter where you go. Mm. Of course, the other thing is, I mean, you stepped into a, a, a station with a Christian ethos. And mm. did, did you did you have um, us, you know, uh, sort of worries about that? Thinking, what on earth am I <laughs> coming to? Because some people, you know, some people when when they come on Hope FM, and maybe they, they certainly wouldn't call themselves a Christian themselves, or they usually say well i'm not religious yeah. but but um they say you know well you know what hymns do i need to <laughs> i said well actually um, you don't need to pick hymns <laughs> you can if you like but you don't have to but how did you find it was it was it surprising um in a way i would actually say yes i mean n not to say i was shocked by it all obviously i fully understand obviously y you guys are Christian ethos first um pretty high priority but one of the first things I think Dan ever said is though we do have a Christian ethos our priority is the fact that we're a community radio and we're for the people no matter what they believe in we want obviously to build this community around in our area 
Um, so yeah, obviously a lot of the songs are either done by Christian artists or are about praise and worship. It doesn't strictly mean that that's all that goes on. It's also, you know, it's support. It's talking to local community funds that you do. It's, you know, there's CAN, the uh, Action Network. It's It's more than just talking about you know praise and such so yeah um i'd say i'm quite surprised but not to say that it wasn't a bad one well you haven't been like a duck out of water have you Mm. not at all because and the other thing of course uh, i think people sometimes are surprised by the range of music you know Mm. because obviously were we in the states uh they would have you know 1700 1800 radio stations there so the music gets played a lot and of course they have television networks you know here in the uk you know we don't have that to the same extent but the quality of the music and so on um have you been surprised because you had to listen a lot to it (laughs) as you've been downloading it and putting it on has has the the quality and the content of it been a surprise to you honestly yes so um i still recall very very i think it was even week one when i first came here um, so if you couldn't tell from obviously the song that I chose, the type of music I like, I like, I like heavier music, you yeah, know, I like of that course, yeah. more powerful stuff. Yeah. The very first week I came here, I think the very first day I even worked when I was with Dan on the Monday, um, a song came on as it was in, it was even new this week or it was in the chart at the time. Um, was by a band called, um, I believe it was Mayday Parade yep. or no Memphis Mayfire. I think it might've been. Which obviously is a heavier band, and obviously that was probably the time that I went, okay, you know, like not everything is so, you know, as you said, like hymns and stuff. It is very modern, you know, a lot of them, and there have been songs that even I've heard and I've gone, you know, I'm a big fan of this. One of the most recent ones that me and Dan quite like a lot is um, uh, Higher Power by um, Crowder, the uh, song from Mil- the Milk and Honey album. Really like that song. I so. play that in a moment. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it on the list, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the range of music, and, and, and of course it does, in terms of the style, it does go from heavy rock mm. right the way through to ballad, you know, and uh, yeah. present worship. So so the, the, the Christian genre, it's one of the fastest selling genres, you mm. know, in the, in the world. But of course, uh, people in the UK would not necessarily know that mm. uh, because they can't, they can't get the, to hear the music. And we, we, at one time, we only had one national Christian radio station in the whole of the UK, oh. which was Premier. And then we had UCB and others. So there's, gradually there's a bit more coming on. But yeah, yeah. But as you say, it's also about uh, community. And and I guess you've seen all sorts coming through our doors. (laughs) I have, yeah. Um, I don't think I could possibly list them all off. But there have been some that have taken my interest. Um, I mean, to say a little bit about myself, uh, I've been bringing in a couple of games recently as well. I'm a massive board games, tabletops. I love those sort of things. And it's been really fun to hear uh, on the other occasion when he shows up. Uh, is it David Sidwick? The yes, yes, yes. He well, he he loves his board games. Mm. Yeah, and he's the he's the he's the police commissioner, obviously now. Yeah, elected, but and uh, he still comes on to do his board game yeah. things. But he it's a passion of his. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fun hearing when people talk about 
their passions and you know their own personal experiences and stuff it's it's a lot of fun because obviously it's not just the fact that i hear it on air again because i'm working all that stuff that needs re-uploading i'm obviously listening to uh, it yeah, yes as i'm editing it as well so it is very fun hearing all the different things and such so well let's have your next piece of music so this is uh on my side do you want to introduce it yes so this one a little different to um the previous song this one is just more of a personal favorite of mine it's actually done by one of my friends uh who produces music uh, his name's jordan um well jordan heiress uh, is self-titled uh artist his last name um this song is just about uh you know being there basically as a friend so yeah it's on my side by eris well that's uh, on my side there by uh, one of your friends there eris uh, yeah. does he record a lot um he tries to um so he hasn't done a whole lot recently. He's been very wrapped up. He actually works. He works over at Absolute Music. He's uh, yeah, an yeah. actual pro- producer for uh, them over there. So he does do a lot of this recording and studio stuff. But for his personal stuff, I don't believe he's done a terrible lot recently. He's got a lot planned. Um, he is planning on making another album. This is from his second one that he's made. Yeah, I'm. Um, I don't do it, obviously, just because he's my friend. I do it because I'm a big fan of a lot of his songs, you know. I do like um, this album. This one's called Adrift. He's 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 keeping it very thematic. Sing, single syllable titled A's, because obviously his name is... Oh, not two syllables, should I say, because it's Eris. Yes. So, um... And actually, it's a nice... It's, it's an unusual nice name, isn't it? Mm. A bit like Blair Eris, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm not totally different to Blair, actually. <laughs> Never mind. This is Hope FM. Well, you've already heard me talking uh, to Callum, who is one of three amazing young people that we've had here uh, at Hope FM over the last uh, six months. Sadly, two of them, Callum uh, and Kirsty, are leaving us uh, uh, today, uh, but uh, but they won't be leaving us uh, in their hearts, I'm quite sure. But now... One person I don't think you have heard on the air before is Kirsty. She's been doing a huge amount of work in 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 the background. But Kirsty, just say, how did you come to be here? Because you went. I mean, Callum said about the job fair, and of course you went along uh, to that. What what were your expectations? You know, when you went along to the, the those fairs. I mean, I didn't I didn't have much expectations for the job fairs because they they tend to not have much selection there. But I was thrilled when we found Hope FM there, and it, it just brought us loads of opportunities. Really, mm. had you any idea what you were, you what Hope FM was? Because you was pretty much dropped in it, weren't you? When you, you know when you arrived at the fair, yeah, they sort of just gave us they gave us a list so um just for things for us to go in and sign up to and see what's going on and yeah i didn't think hope fm would be half of what it is but it's it's amazing here <laughs> now although i mean callum talked about the back end work and you've been doing a lot of back end work particularly with uh, with gordon's stuff because i mean just help for what you've mainly been doing i mean you've been doing some design work for me as well but anyway you say well gordon's got uh he does the artist interview so i've been sorting out the youtube videos for that i mean if 
anyone ever wants to check them out, then they are online and you get to see uh, their video calls instead of just hearing the podcast. You get to more of a visual as well. So you can go to uh, YouTube, isn't it? And then the artist interview. And then that will take you to a whole series of, of your excellent work. Because, I mean, obviously, the, those uh, Gordon uses, I think he uses Zoom to record those, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so you, you not only get to hear the interview, but you get to see it as well. Was it tricky editing them down? Because you had to do a wee sp- Use your best creative talent. Uh, I'm I'm quite fast at learning, so it was it was pretty easy as soon as we got the right software for it. Mm. Um, yeah, and then you sort of just once you've done one, then it's easy to do the rest of them anyway. So <laughs> it was pretty straightforward after that. Now I know that you you've had a very frustrating time in terms of trying to get a right opening and somebody giving you a break, and of course you're largely because being a single mom, you know you've got major responsibility. Lovely. A lovely young child uh, who's now seven. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I guess that that would have, must have put enormous pressure on you trying to find you know an employer uh, that, and also timing that that would fit in with you. It makes it very limited. Um, like obviously, the only work that I can do is while she's at school, and then getting childcare for her was even difficult. So managing to find a place like this and having the hours that were available was amazing and it fit in perfectly. So if there's any employers listening this morning, then uh, <laughs> you've got a wonderful person here in, in, in Kirsty who is a very, very hardworking individual, I can assure you. And uh, so I'll put the plug in there, Kirsty. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, I mean, you've always come into work with a smile uh, on your face has it been challenging because I mean obviously this sort of work environment a radio station is entirely new to you oh, it's it's been challenging in some ways but it's been amazing because you meet so many different new people like different people you learn so many different things so it's just expanding what I already know and kind of just being able to develop on the skills that I've got already yeah, and were you surprised what a radio station looks like? I mean, we were just saying how in the old days, if you went into a radio studio, you'd have two record decks and you'd have tape recording machine. Now, of course, it's all digital and computer-driven and whatever. Well, yeah, I've never, I've never been into a radio station, so I was really, it's, it's very different. <laughs> yeah, and of course, it's the way it all hangs together, isn't it? You know, uh, uh, you you never you never quite made it to the air, so we'll have to bring you back to do special appearances. You know, but uh, but of course, you you a, a lot of what comes out of the radio you have been involved in to some degree, you know, or or another. It, create creativity is right at the centre of it, and of course, that's that's you, isn't it? I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, on the. Um, you know, when you're not on the radio and, and at home and when you're not looking after your daughter, of course you have your own channel, don't you? I do. <laughs> but something completely different. Tell us about it. I stream on Twitch. I'm a I'm an affiliate on Twitch, so um, people can subscribe and watch me game. And, yeah, it's just a, it's a new thing for me, but it's something that's developing slowly, so it's really good. Now, for the completely uninitiated like myself... Tell us a wee bit more about... I have heard of Twitch, but that's about all. I've heard the name. So you know, educate me. What, tell me a bit more. What is Twitch? It's obviously a channel. It's a streaming platform. So anyone that... Uh, even radio stations are on there as well. Um, it, it's a very, very big platform for a lot of people. So anyone that wants to stream and sort of put their name out there, Twitch is the first place for them to go. 
Um, it's you post, you go live, and people literally will watch you live playing games and doing all sorts of different things. It kind of depends on the person, depends on what they do. Um, you can get people that do the radio, you get people that do gaming, you even get people that are sleeping on camera, and you know, sleeping on camera. Yeah, so it's a very wide range. Callum's nodding. Do you are you a Twitcher? Um, I do it as well, yeah. I, I also um, stream games uh, as well. Yeah, Twitch is such... It's got such a wide variety of what can be done. Um, there's people... A lot of people do, like, everyday life vlogs as well. They, they'll take themselves and go out and about. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to see what different people come up with and what different people do. Now, you said that you're, you you game on it, you know. Um, um, so how does that work? I mean, have you got people all over the world literally tuning in? Yeah, um, they, they will be. Uh, anyone all around the world can tune in. Um, it's about, excuse me, it's about uh, just having to network and get your name out there to get more followers and get more subscriptions and just see how it goes. So is it something you could make a living out of? Eventually, yeah. Yeah. So you need thousands or even millions. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the plan one day. So we'll keep your fingers crossed and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's always fascinated me because um, practically everybody that I spoke to when I was at the job fair, uh, to one degree or another, was into gaming, you know, big time. It's a big thing for young people you know young yeah. people uh, 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 and whatever and uh, it's it's interesting why do you think that it's grown so so massive i i think because there's such a again like a wide range in games that appeals to so many different people um with gaming it's not just it's it's a game it's there are so many different elements to it and it helps people in certain skills uh it could be simple things of creating or it could be simple it could be more of reactions and timing and it's it depends on the game really mm -hmm. it's interesting you know because i think the dwp uh, have struggled really i mean they've done very well with kickstart but i think they have struggled particularly towards this, this last year to get young people to turn up at the job fairs you know um and um, they they had actually got a, a mobile barber <laughs> and, and nobody went <laughs> well not many people did I think I saw that yeah yeah and I it made me laugh and I, I said to them afterwards I said you know if 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 I was doing this and I wanted to attract young people I would get a room and put people like yourself Kirsty and Callum and people who know and have some of the latest games you know I said I think you'd pack the place out you know because because it's what you guys are into big time yeah I in my opinion, them turning up in a van wasn't the most professional thing for anyone to see and look at anyway. So yeah. it's not really... You look at it and you're like, oh, that's in a van. That's not really appealing, well, is it? Well, plus the fact... I mean, we're pretty much protective of our barnets, aren't we? Yeah. You know, I mean, so, <laughs> if you don't really know, I'm sure the chap was very professional, yeah. You know, but, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, incredible. So... If you could do anything in in, in, in the world, then I mean, would, would it be in that sort of field, you know, in, of gaming and creativity and 
that sort of thing? Yeah, that would be my ideal. I'm hoping one day to make money off of it and it can be a full-time job rather than it just mm-hmm. being a little thing that I do mm-hmm. in the evenings. Well, it's funny because every every uh, week I research, you know, birthdays and, and so on, and uh, a lot of the people who are on the list that I have, I've never heard of, but, but a lot of them have made it quite big in terms of, well, YouTube channels, gaming, you know, TikTok, you know, all of these things. They have they have huge followings. And of course that huge following attracts advertisers, which much the same way as how radio uh, survives, you know, but it, it is a big field. It's massive. Then you get sponsors and yeah, advertisers and everything on top. So it the possibilities are endless with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, for, for both of you uh, being here, I mean, obviously one of the things, Kickstarter has never been long enough. It's six months. Is, you're just beginning to scratch the surface, aren't you? But have you both found that, that, that being here and doing stuff very well that neither of you had done before, have you found that it has been a confidence builder for you? I mean, yeah, in most parts. Um, obviously, it's... Because it it kind of works well in tandem with um, what we both want to do as like outside of ours. I mean, obviously with Kirsty, um, she's taken it much more um, a, f- a step further with me with Twitch. I'm still doing it sort of half heartedly. It's it's more of a fun thing to build a community out. So of. you're not in it to make a career out of it, or possibly build it into something that would give you a living. Uh, I mean, I'm never going to say no in that sort of situation. I think my current goal right now is just to build a community. It's to build something much like how Hope FM is for a lot of people. It's to build that sort of circle that people can get together and enjoy the same things. And almost like make a big group of friends, essentially. Mm. I think that's sort of my goal. I think, you know, it'd be very nice to have that sort of circle where people can talk about the same things and even play together. Um, but yeah, uh, this working here for the past six months has really helped build that, you know, being able to work um, on air. So you would maybe boldly go where no, where <laughs> you have never been before, maybe a wee bit quicker than you perhaps would have done at the start. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, well, I've managed to use, because I've learned a lot about Photoshop and sort of different things like that, so I've managed to bring that into my Twitch channel and bring it into my designing of my Twitch to keep it updated and keep it nice and, you know, looking pretty for everyone to look at. So So if people wanted to to join in, log in to your Twitch channel, what do they do? What do they put in the, the computer? Twitch, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and then our usernames. That's yeah. So what you'd need, all you'd need, is to have a Twitch account. Now, is um, that free to set up? It is yeah. completely free, and it works with a lot of things. For example, um, Twitch uh, have a close partnership with Amazon Prime. Uh, so if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can uh, attach that to your Twitch because there's several things to Twitch. You can simply follow. Um, someone you like which will give you updates on when they're live you can subscribe to them which means you get some benefits by watching them uh, and one of the main ways of subscriptions is through a Prime subscription which you get completely for free uh, as long as you have a Amazon Prime account so that which I do have actually <laughs> but it's never occurred to me about you know, <laughs> I, I can. and obviously there's a lot of create, create, creative stuff on videos and so on you said even radio stations on there yeah there's several like radio stations it's just about another platform for them to try and network and get their name out there that's 
it's just a really good yeah. now, you both obviously got usernames Rubber, rubber duck one <laughs> uh, so am I allowed to know well of course we need to know what the usernames <laughs> are because then we couldn't follow you could we so what's your username Kirsty mine's uh, devils underscore k devils underscore k yeah <laughs> so and yours uh, so mine is actually sire chilleth it's one word uh, no capitals I don't think um, there could be capitals in there I don't know it used to be Sir Chiriff, but uh, I accidentally made that account earlier lost the password had to make a second one <laughs> <laughs> story of my life right? yeah. so how many followers do you have Kirsty? at 51 at the moment yeah well it's building yeah. right? because you, presumably you start it with none yeah, well, I've only been doing it for about three weeks, so to Oh, have my goodness. So none to 51 in three weeks. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And can you uh, can you have a tutorial, you know, so in other words, to learn? I always say that if you, if you want to develop yourself, you know, identify somebody who's a lot better than you, uh, you know, with a view that actually they can help you to raise your game. And I know that out there there's a lot of very gifted people, a lot of people who will have basically created a channel and got you know um more and more viewers and so on um other tutorials are are the mechanisms that you can better yourself you know in this case with twitch um the thing with twitch is that they do it by the most popular so they'll filter every stream into categories so when you stream you have to select which category you'd like to be in Mm -hmm. and then depending on you'll get put into that and then obviously people will filter through and be able to find you going through the categories and the different tags and elements of Twitch, I guess. Sure, yeah. And do you, I mean, are there sort of stars, I presume there are, <laughs> star users, people that you would want to emulate if you had the opportunity? Is it is it that sort of community? I mean, there are definitely popular people, but ultimately I think the best way to make yourself a higher end Twitch streamer so to speak is to be your own person you know there are elements you can definitely take from certain things um, but ultimately I think the best way to be able to reach a level that you know you can make it a full time job is to make yourself unique is to make yourself different you can't be like other people because if you're like if you're like a bunch of other people then why don't they just follow them instead you Mm. know You've got you've got to almost sell yourself in a way, much like how you would getting a job. Well, I'm going to check out that Twitch. I write, <laughs> write down your usernames, you see, so I can remember. You know. <laughs> anyway, let's have some music. And uh, now you mentioned earlier on, Callum, that, uh, and I guess uh, Kirsty, you as well, because obviously you'll be you'll have been exposed or heard a lot of music that would have been completely new to you. You know, and and put the Christian word on it, and you think. Oh, <laughs> uh, has it has it surprised you the the range of of music that there is? Yeah, definitely. It's actually it's so lovely to see how much range it is, and it's not just funneled down to one section of music that's just choir or something like that. You know, it's it appeals to so many different people. I think it's amazing. Now, this is one of the ones that you and Dan. Mm. really like do you want to tell us about it yes so I mean also tying in with the fact that Kirsty does a lot of artist interviews I believe you um, this artist was made um, Crowder, you've, was done, made. you've done the Crowder band haven't you in your yes. Yes. yes he was really sweet bless him yeah he had some uh, great stories and all that that I've heard uh, <laughs> through <laughs> Kirsty's edits but yeah this specific song because I believe he talks a lot does he talk a lot about Milk and Honey his album 
I think he does, yeah. Yeah, so this is one of the songs that was from that album that, like I said, me and Dan are a big fan of. I believe it's Higher Power, Power that features Halsey, doesn't it? It does. Let's have a listen. <laughs> That's the Crowder Band there, and the Higher Par, which is uh, one uh, of the of the of the many songs, of course, that, that particularly uh, Callum has heard on Hope FM, and indeed uh, Kirsty has edited uh, because the interview was done uh, by Gordon with the Crowder Band, so you both have been exposed to mm. to, to Crowder. Uh, well, now, as you know, we have our movie quiz, and uh, I tried to pick a movie actually that I don't think you've actually either of you have seen. In fact, I know you haven't mm. because the the film is actually in cinemas this Friday. I think your daughter might like it. If you, but anyway, here are the clues, Callum, if you wouldn't mind. Yes. So the uh, the film series has its origin in Japan. Oh. The uh, series actually started in 1991. I do have a fun fact about that as well. Go on then. Uh, the first appearance of the character the character is actually in a arcade called Rad Mobile back in 1990 oh. he was a little character that hung on the uh, rear mirror like little you know you get those little hanging like air fresheners yes that's yes. actually the first time they showed him which was about eight months before his first game came oh. out yeah a, you any of the wiser yet Kirsty yeah. <laughs> no 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 but as Blair had said, the, mo- the most recent film, well, it says was, but it technically is, to be released yes. this Friday and directed by Jeff Fowler. The film features the most prickly and famous creature in history. Over 60 million people have come to love said prickly character. And the star's girlfriend is named Madonna. No, Kirsty. Are you any the wiser with all those clues? A prickly character, which I think your daughter would probably like. Um, 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 would would it would it match her hair? Uh, yes, in some places it would match your hair. Yes, because he's a colourful character. <laughs> Do you know his name? No, I... It's. It's Sonic, Sonic oh. the Hedgehog. Yeah, and it's Sonic. It's actually Sonic the Hedgehog too. Two. Yeah, but we're going to play a piece of music which is obviously related to Sonic. It is, mm. yes. So, but being that the fact that it is the second movie that's coming out very soon, I thought I'd take a game from one of the series, second in its edition, Sonic Adventure Two. It's a song called Escape from the City. Uh, it starts well as you begin the the story, being chased by a giant vehicle by Doctor Eggman where you escape from the city. Well, let's escape from the city. Well, that's Escape from the City there from the first uh, Sonic uh, movie, bringing us to the end of The Breakfast mm. Show. Well, a big thank you to Callum and, of course, to Kirsten. We wish you every success uh, going forward. Be, don't be strangers to Hope FM. <laughs> but for now, from me, Blair Crawford, and from you... Kirsty. And from you... Uh, Callum. <laughs> and me, Ian. It's <laughs> goodbye. God bless. This is Hope FM.